The anomalies are conclusive proof that the LA Dodgers are the New York Yankees of baseball exists. I don't care about the phrasing on this. In a podcast <laughs> as real and solid as those we already know about. Welcome to Four Seasons and a Funeral, the podcast about shows that had four good seasons and one bad one. Today we're talking about the season two finale of the next evolution of science fiction, Primeval, Concrete Menagerie. I'm Charlie and I'm joined by David and Nick. Hi, I'm David. Hi, I'm Nick. Um, Charlie, I, I don't think that you're allowed to say that one team from the same league is the a, a different team from that same league. I don't, I don't I think that 100, works. 100% can, because right now the Yankees are not the villains of baseball. They will once again become the villains of baseball, but for now, it's the Dodgers. The Dodgers are definitely the villain of baseball right now, and Otani is also a villain of baseball right now. <laughs> Especially if you're a Jays fan. I, it's shocking how like this villainous turn. It's so villainous. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, Otani. Well, now more stuff fair, has come out where like the Giants and the Jays agreed to his deferred payment scheme and the salary amount. Mm-hmm. And then a six-year-old video of Kobe Bryant was shown to him, and he chose the Dodgers, which is amazing. <laughs> like. <laughs> Why, why do the Dodgers just have that? Do you think they AI gend it and they just can insert whatever name they want for future recruitment <laughs> they, videos? Someone on Reddit was just like, hi, insert name here. I really want you to join the blank sports team in LA. <laughs> <laughs> but not the Clippers. <laughs> Hello, Connor McDavid. I would love for you to become an LA king. I, I think it would be way funnier um, if it's they start recruiting for people where when the video would have been fo- like filmed, they would have been like 12. It's like you. <laughs> no, you don't get to tell this rookie in 2025 that, that, that they should come to LA team here. Uh... <laughs> Could you imagine, though? That'd be great. They just have a <laughs> rotating video of like they're waiting for Magic Johnson to die so they can just pull up a video of him. They tried to get Charles Barkley to do it, but he's too, having too much fun on TNT. They've, all they've got at this point is it's like, all right, cool. Um, we've the AI's come a, a decent ways here. We've got enough footage of like Kobe or Magic or whoever. Uh, once they die, they're all ours on on these secret videos. <laughs> oh man, no one will how, ever know. <laughs> how long before dead celebrities' estates start doing AI cameos? Um, I would say something that like that has already fucking happened. The Tupac hologram is years old at this yeah. point, guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. It's it's more of it's not mainstream. Like it's not like mainstream as in like everyone's doing it yet. Um, and I could see it coming. I could see it happening. The Tupac um, hologram was in 2014. My yeah. god. No, like it Coming was up a on a decade ago. of the Tupac hologram. My God, yeah. Think yeah. about how much. Think about how much better they could do the Tupac hologram now, though. That's like, crazy. Well, now a, a guy in his basement can make the Tupac hologram. We could make the Tupac hologram. <laughs> we could make probably a better version of the Tupac hologram. Like, like add in some. <laughs> hey, you know, I got a great way to get publicity for the podcast. Oh, we no. AI as many celebrities as possible and flood the internet with them promoting the podcast. Oh, I was gonna. That... I thought you were saying we AI the celebrities and pretend like they're on the podcast. We could oh, also are we do just that. Gonna, are we, we just gonna do like <laughs> yoink their voices? Oh my god! A podcast where 
uh like the hosts pretend to have a celebrity on like a joe rogan style podcast but it's just an ai like that you fed the celebrities like no as many interviews as you can of that celebrity not even the celebrity we feed it all of fringe and then interview olivia Holy it's not shit, Anna Torv, is... it's a fictional character from Fringe. That's a nightmare. That... That's truly a nightmare. That's such, a, that's such an interesting and terrible, like, solution that you're giving there, Charlie, because, <laughs> like, I don't know legally where we stand. Like, I guess that's, like, IP, but it's not, like, the actress's IP, I think. It's, like, the studio's IP. It would be breaking. it would be multiple things because we would have to be using Anna Torv's likeness via her voice, and yep. then Fox's intellectual property by way of a character. That's 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 terrible. I love double infringement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I I here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. Uh, we're small enough that we could probably fly under the radar with it for a little while, and then as soon as it got out, we'd be just instantly shut down like yeah yeah but we'd be famous for a little bit <laughs> As uh, we'd be hated lunatics. we'd be hated <laughs> we'd ain't, be like another ain't example no thing of, is bad publicity baby <laughs> of why ai tech, like we would 100 be ai tech bros at that point i don't want to we just AI have to come bro. out and say yeah <laughs> but, we did this to highlight an David, issue with ai and want loopholes closed we did this David, for good think reasons about, think about the jobs you could get off of that like <laughs> Well, obviously, we start our own company and startup and just fucking sell it, right? Uh, I think our company just gets destroyed by Fox if we start out with Fringe. Like, no, we do we do the Spirit Halloween thing where it's not it's not Olivia Dunham, it's FBI agent who investigates weird science crimes. We get AI to write like an equivalent, like a be, knockoff. It could of... also be Dana Scully. It depends. <laughs> I think oh, I think no. we have a startup idea. Let's go get angel investors. And nope. then <laughs> let's go lie let's, to investors and then get on Time magazine or Forbes youngest in- listen, innovator. Listen, listen, listen. All we need to do is we go get a startup, we get some seed funding, then we go on Kickstarter and we kickstart some nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> then we take all of the money and we disappear. <laughs> then we set up a festival in Pablo Escobar's private island. Man, like I'm realizing, I'm realizing more and more. Is Kickstarter just like the like socially accepted scam website? Yes, at this yeah. point, yes. Yeah, because like people just accept that like maybe you get something out of it, but like don't expect it. Like it's just like an accepted scam website. That's sort of interesting. Okay, anyways, <laughs> listen, it's that or Indiegogo, which is the fucking backbone of the American health system. God, what a terrible thing. Uh, there was a guy on the latest season of Alone who was like, I'm doing this because I have an autistic son and he needs more care than I can currently afford. So this half million dollars would really go a long way. And it's just like inspiring story. Also, incredibly depressing that this man's only avenue that's realistic for him to get his son better care is to go on a competition show where basically he's going to starve himself in the wilderness of Saskatoon for at least a month. And then he didn't win, spoilers, and people started a Kickstarter campaign for him. 
all you gotta do is get famous enough and have a story like that's good enough for people to give you money and you're good that's that's where we're at now it's a shame that that's what the american healthcare system is though this is what doug ford wants the ontario healthcare system to be fuck doug ford hey ontarians ask your mpps why ford is underspending on healthcare in like the billions of dollars Anytime anyone complains healthcare isn't funded enough, they're deliberately underfunding it to privatize it. Talk to your MPPs. Yeah. And vote. Also, uh, the subject of the Ford family, Rob Ford got a football field named after him? Yeah. What? (laughs) They removed all mention of Dundas in Toronto and then named a football stadium after Rob Ford. And the best joke I've heard about it is they renamed it to Meth Life Stadium. Chow nice. had an insane fucking where they were asking like, hey, so we're removing all mention of Dundas because he was a bad dude. Why are we naming something after Ford? And she was just like, regardless of anything he's done, he was still someone's brother. And they're still feel- I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like. All, all that you've just. I'm all sure Dundas was someone's like, brother. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> this is insane. All that, all, all that you've just stated is like, hey, I know he wasn't cool in all the ways, but like, you know, there were probably some redeeming factors. He, like, he no, was technically he was, a human being with a family. It's like Chow, everyone okay. else on it's, the planet. It's just Chow. It's just politics. It's just Chow trying yeah. to earn favor with the fucking oh, premier, with the provincial party, as well as get any sort of fucking thing she can from the right, right wing, which she shouldn't fucking be doing. If you're going to be the left wing, like, fucking mayor, just be the left wing mayor. She said she fucking called fucking um, Tory as well, like, when they agreed to get the fucking provincial funding for Toronto. She was like, yeah, I called Tory to, like, Wait, why are you know. talking to John Tory, the disgraced former mayor? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Toronto has a uh, has a long history of disgraced mayors. Hey, you oh, know that guy who we kicked out of office? Tory shouldn't have resigned. Did we actually wait? Did we we went straight from Ford to Tory, didn't we? Yes. Or was there someone in between? No. Holy <laughs> shit. That's why. Holy shit. What is Chow gonna do in a couple years? Probably crack cocaine. <laughs> no, that's already been done. There's something new. Sorry, crack cocaine, and she's gonna sleep with her aide. <laughs> oh, there we go. God she's damn. gonna do both. I do the oh. the timing of Tori's affair coming out was hilarious because it was like what a month removed from him doing an interview with his wife about how they keep their marriage so happy and strong. Listen, that's a fucking red flag. If anyone is going around telling anyone else about how strong their marriage is, they're fucking cheating. <laughs> like. We've seen the fall of the wife guy so many times now. Like it's just gotta be a red flag. Like I think I think the only wife guy I I feel comfortable with is like the wife guy is Ray, like formerly of achievement on her. It just every now and then he just goes, I love my wife, and you're like, Okay, just keep it there. Yeah, but he's still that's not his entire thing though. I wouldn't say Ray's a wife guy. If you make your if you make your personality about it, uh, that's that's typically uh, compensating for something. Yeah, he's um, no fucking Ryan Haywood or um, the Try <laughs> Guy. Yeah, <laughs> like those people were wife guys. <sighs> nice. I I completely like it. had completely slipped my mind that it went that we went straight from Rob Ford to Tory. Because like, to be fair, Rob Ford just like 
made Toronto look bad for a couple months. <laughs> it was it was a lot of that. But he also had some not great policies. As but, someone who man, de- those... didn't live in Toronto, what a fun couple months. It, it was interesting to see so many American <laughs> like night people talk talking shows, about talking about the Toronto mayor. Like, oh no! I will accept them. Incredible. Global news. I will accept them talking about like naming a football stadium after Rob Ford if at the beginning of every game in that stadium they play the "I have more than enough to eat at home" clip. <laughs> Uh, I just remember, like, I like I was, like, when Rob Ford got elected, like, I was in high school, I was taking civics that um, at that point, <laughs> so, like, we did, like, a whole, like, hey, which of these, like, which of these people are you going to vote for? I can't remember. Like, we did, like, a, like, school ballot thing of, like, yeah, let's see who the school would vote for, despite the fact that we're all children and no one can vote for anyone. Um, I, it definitely wasn't Ford that won. I can't remember who won, though. Uh... <laughs> The the it's, raccoon that died that John Tory immor- <laughs> immortalized, maybe that's who won. Obviously, no. It was the it was the IKEA monkey that won. Um, I'd vote for IKEA monkey, dude. IKEA monkey's over ten years old now. It's crazy. IKEA monkey learned a lot about policy decision much. in this. Uh, too much time has passed. That's that's why we talk about shows that were from two thousand and seven or eight. Timeless, timeless, we're timeless. TV shows. We're, we're trapped in the when past. We... Audience, join us. It's happier here. When we were like ten or eleven, right before we lost our childhood innocence, it's great. When things were so Could much the... simpler for us. Could there be a reason why we've stuck to this time period? Definitely when watching not. these shows, when we weren't allowed to watch these shows, that's what exactly. we talked about. Just remember, shows. the best media came out when you were at an impressionable young age. For everyone. That's yeah, how it was. Always. Honestly, so true. Because I've been seeing a bunch of like um, like long YouTube commentary videos about like Nicktoons. Um, and there's like really long ones about Spongebob. And I'm like, Spongebob was... Fine, but I don't think it's three hour long YouTube commentary video worthy. The the SpongeBob fandom is actually unhinged. <laughs> like I those people who they need help. Yeah, well, especially because like you watch it and they go and like, yeah, old SpongeBob was a lot better than new SpongeBob. I've still watched all of it. I'm like, why? <laughs> I've memorized every episode and I know where the timeline diverges because even the creator says the timeline diverged. David Hasselhoff caused the timeline split because the movie was bad. Just like, just like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a Earth. children's cartoon. Like, I like children's cartoons. They're fun. Don't... But out of all of them to commit that much time and effort to, like, dude, like Gravity Falls exists, like other shows exist. Lunatics yeah. Unleashed, the future Looney Tunes cartoon exists. Let's go watch that. Just commit and be a fucking Steven Universe person. Just do it. Never. Be an Adventure Time person. Maybe. <laughs> all right, real quick, before we before we get into the TV show, what's everyone been up to so that we can get that out of the way? Oh David, God, we haven't life even been. done that yet. We haven't um, even done that. We've just been shooting the shit. <laughs> good. Uh, I had my last sort of week of work before vacation and just like, you know, had to um, fucking pretend to do work for a week as I just quickly cruised into vacay mode. Um, excited for that now. I think I'm going to go hang out with Charlie at some point next week, which will be fun. Depending on when you, depending on when you do that, you should stop it in Guelph. We'll hang out for a bit. It'd be great. Yes. Like just like for part of the good. day. Be a good time. 
I also realized I have a dentist appointment on the 23rd. I don't know how or why that got scheduled. <laughs> why did you you absolute this? animal. Like, I had a dentist appointment, like, a, like two days ago, but, like, you animal. The 23rd? The 23rd? A Saturday? Yeah. Saturday before Christmas? Yeah. What the actual fuck? I have a dentist appointment. Why are you keeping your dentist open on that day? I, why was that offered to me? Why was that a time slot that worked? You know, I almost even think we talked about that at some point. I think you picked that because your dentist is still in Mississauga. And yeah. that's the only time you're reasonably going to be close and will be willing to make that drive because you're going to be there. Well, no, Christmas I think anyways. So the 20th, I think there come, was come an join opening. My dentist. There was an opening on the 9th, I think, but they wanted me to get there for seven in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a 40 minute drive. And I was like, no, thank you. I'm not going to wake up at six in the morning to go to the dentist on a beautiful. Saturday. I'm like, no, thank you. Just fall asleep in the chair. <laughs> to be fair, my dentist appointment was 730, which was awesome. So listen, it'll all be good. Um, I just got to be home for that. Oh. Nice. That's what I've been up to. Charlie? Um, I've been so very sad because uh, my eldest sister now has objective proof she is the funniest in the family. <gasps> she tweeted out a joke that was liked by over 100,000 people, and I have no such claim. Gasp! Goddamn, look at those 15 minutes of fame. It's so crazy. I've been, I've been dealing with this trauma in my life. Did she plug her SoundCloud? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, she should have plugged our podcast. Should they have did. plugged your SoundCloud. Oh, we, I should ask her to plug my podcast. She might. Oh, God. <laughs> we would actually no. maybe get viewership. I don't I don't think we would. I don't think What's very many people. What's this three-year-old podcast? <laughs> for a, like, what the, what the fuck? fuck is Fringe? What the fuck is Primeval? Almost has 200 episodes. <laughs> What do you mean? It's only got like like five listens per episode, and they've been doing this for almost two hundred episodes. What what the fuck? <laughs> oh, actually, while we're on this low viewership topic, has anyone else's YouTube recommendations been flooded by people who make like three hour long gameplay videos but have twelve viewers on those oh, videos? Oh, yeah, that's the algorithm that's yeah, trying okay. to fuck with you. Just uh, you can do the like um three dots on the side and say not interested. And that should okay. fix your algorithm. You're, I just, you just might be bombed to interact with them. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the weird thing I have noticed is that um, auto playing or hovering over a video where like it starts to play counts as interacting with a video, and it'll fuck your algorithm. It fucks up my my viewer history. Yeah. Like even yeah. just hovering over a thing counts as playing it. Yeah. So it's that's like, probably oh, hey. why you're getting these weird things because you've like hovered over too many of them and it's like oh this is what this guy wants three hour long random things with seven views <laughs> no i don't i just want old school runescape content football and like red letter media that's all i need <laughs> <laughs> and good long form content but yeah that's pretty much what i've been up to um i also did my last week of work ending on friday also just absolutely cruised to vacation man wish i could say the same <laughs> yeah nick how's your very stressful work project going 
It's going to be fine. Um, to be fair, uh, we had a meeting yesterday that went very well, uh, mainly because um, I got, like, we got way further along than we were expecting. Um, and by we, that is, that I, I am the one working on said project, but we got there. Um, it, it's been a stressful couple weeks. Um, I have to do a code handoff on Monday, and I haven't started that yet. Um, and then I go on vacation on Tuesday. Uh, it's been Finally. great. Yeah. Um, but no, it's been good. Outside of that, not not too much. Um, uh, shockingly, this has sort of consumed my life for a little while. <laughs> um, so yeah, gotta gotta figure out other things, including how to get Charlie's Charlie for Secret Santa. Um, not so getting get him so many Santa more. David's gonna do it for you. Thanks, David. <laughs> We've determined How- the three greatest movies to get someone for Secret of course, are Morbius, Cats 2019, and then The Last Airbender. The, the, the live-action Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes, the, the M. Night Shyamalan Last Airbender. It's, it's such a beautiful, such a beautiful thing. Um, I gotta figure out, like, you know... It, do, do I instead... Like, the Book of Morbin sounds fantastic as well, is the other problem. The Book of Morbin, not Mormon. Yeah, B- Morbin. Yep. I honestly think there's going to be three copies of that book given out. I think we're all going to figure out who has each other, and we're all going to convince or pay that person. Like, uh, it's all just going to be Morbius gifts this Christmas. And I so, hate that I'm to blame for this. This is this is your fault. What's gonna be funny is if it goes into next year, at which point, um, Charlie, you've ruined you've ruined Secret Santa forever. We it just need One to have Morbius like a enough. separate draw that or we just add in Morbius to the list, <laughs> and if you get Morbius, then you roll a second name or something. And someone <laughs> well, just gets a morb. To be fair, Nick. Really, if you do this, you're ruining it. Like, Charlie did it as a one-off. You're the one who's going to make it a pattern. (laughs) I did it in the year of Morbius, right? Yeah. Morbius Mm. came out last year? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. It feels feels like a movie from 2015. (laughs) Morbius 2022, dude. Oh, my God. Because, of course, we will have the re... The, uh... Restarted the Morbius universe um, in I like think, 2030. I think what you might be confused of is that it, you know, released first in April and then they re released it again in the summer. Yeah. Hey, what do we think Morbius is going to show up in Madam Web because her mom was in like the same jungle Morbius was in? I desperately hope Morbius shows up in Craven. Like, I desperately hope Sony continues to try to keep their fucking dumbass cinematic universe going. Because just the attempt is so... I need more fucking Keaton just zoned out reading dumbass lines. Do you think Jared Leto is going to continually sign up to be Morbius, though? Yeah, I think so. Do we get this so. great yeah. thing where he gets recast every single movie? I, so that would be really funny, but I uh, need... Jared Leto is enough of a like, a like attention whore. I kind of want to say that I think he'll do it. He does have his sex cult, so you know, like, dude, it's so he's that's so crazy. Um, <laughs> man is a weird man. <laughs> Anyways, 
Shall we get into the episode, I guess? How long I, I think so. Recording? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, we should. Realistically, I think like 20-ish. No, no it's here 34 it's... minutes ago. <laughs> to be fair, we chatted quite a while before sinking on Craig as well. Yeah, that's true. I think, I think we're about like maybe 25 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. It's about 25. It's about 25. I'll Anyhow, the TV guide for this episode reads, Season 2 closes with the team pitted against a predator from the future, along with other species. Technically correct. I would argue that it's more than just one <laughs> predator. Well, that, that gives also, away the like finale-ish? The twist I at guess. the end? Yeah. Sure. Maybe? Uh, I don't know. I got... I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, Yeah. Just... Shall we get into this classic episode? <laughs> this classic episode. The... <laughs> The classic episode of Primeval. Yes. At some point, at some point, I'm going to find that meme format <coughs> so I can share it with you guys. It doesn't exist, Nick. I think you're crazy. I, <laughs> I might, I might be insane. I think, I think you're trying to gaslamp us, Nick. I, I'm definitely gaslighting myself. Is the no, problem? No, no, no. Gaslamping. That's the term. It's ah, gaslamping. Of course. It, of course. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, How yeah. could I be so stupid? <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's let's open up on prison. Yeah, we we open back up in the prison where Jetty and Cutter are talking and kind of shit talking Helen and Leek. Where he's like, yep. "Oh, Helen's not a killer; she won't do anything." And <laughs> Jetty has the weirdest fucking line where she's like, "Oh, she's your wife. You could have, you should have kept her in line." Yeah, like, what the fuck was the, the start fuck of this was episode? That, Just casual <laughs> to fair, misogyny. To be fair, Cutter then goes, "I'm sure I'm gonna tell your fiance you have those <laughs> big thoughts." But like, just hey, Cutter, if you had maybe implying if you would beat your wife more, she wouldn't have gone back in time. I don't know if that was the implication. <laughs> I, but it was I don't like think that was the implication. Control your wife, kind of thing. <laughs> No, 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 David, you're being you're being too nice there. It's it's woman, not wife. Oh, sorry. Um, yes, control your women, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, she broke up with Sir Leon. Yeah. Wait, um, wasn't he recast? Didn't we see her fiance like a few episodes ago as well? We no. we saw Sir Leon once. Yeah. yeah. We only ever see Sir Leon once, and then it's like her engagement party, but we never see him again. Odd. <laughs> he, Literally, he, they're like, "Yep, cool. He's got to go back to Merlin now." <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, they broke up because the job, I guess, even though it's maybe implied it's Cutter, maybe, I don't know. I don't care about this relationship enough to read into dialogue. I I was still expecting that we were going to see just Jenny just blink out of existence and um, Claudia come back, so I was not giving a shit, shit about that relationship. Yeah. Um, but no. Mainly because I thought it'd be funny. It's just uh, Helen watching. And then the insult leak, and leak comes up and mutes it because he's got an inferiority complex. It's it, it's great. Um, there's also the fact that they are doing their best to like like Cutter's also doing his best to be like, look, Helen's not that much of a bad guy. Like being like, no, she's not a killer. Good start. Like also like, no, like I may not I may not hate her. I may not love her at this point, but I certainly don't hate her. Um, yeah, we we shared something special. It's like, yeah, Helen, please be nice to me if you can hear this. But it's um, also like, oh, Helen, yeah, later on he reveals, but it's also, no, Helen's yeah. definitely a killer. Oh, absolutely. 
we cut over to Abby, Connor's cell, and Leek shows up and taunts them, and Caroline's there. And then Caroline and Abby start fighting. And it's so weird. Like Connor tries to break uh, it up, but he gets hit. Also, in the mouth. we I don't know. also Leek is revealed to basically be an incel. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> Oh my he's, god, it's so funny. He's like, funny. Connor, join me. We're the losers, the nerds, the we're, uncool. We're, we're the, yeah, we're, we're the losers. We could never pull women like this. It's like, dude, what the fuck? And Connor goes, I could. I'm just choosy. None, none like, no, 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 no. I was Abby. an incel last season, not this season, guys, I swear. <laughs> Despite the fact that he has his fedora on and his fingerless gloves again. <laughs> it's he's he's Leek has Leek has a strong case for trying to recruit him over. Leek is just like, that's what I would wear if I could. <laughs> if my job allowed me to, I'd be wearing that. No, as soon as no. I gain all of the power. Leek Leek isn't into the angry fedora incel phase yet. He's still at the I dress like a gentleman because men in the forties had class. that's that's where he's at right now having a physical reaction of disgust to that (laughs) also yeah um, boys have swag men have class also i would i would like to point out that this this fight that abby and caroline have is like the weirdest like it's it's so weird because it's like very clearly supposed to be like kind of sexual um because it like starts out with Abby just choking, like the 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 very classic like oh it's a choke me sort of yeah they play it up as like oh it's a cat fight but then they're just it's actually like kickboxing yeah yeah it's like very clearly supposed to have some sexual vibes and they're like wait but we want it to be a real fight so that we can have Connor get like beat up in this and thing then they're like, um th- th- then it's just like oh god no they're really beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> So and like, Leek is still good. like Leek is still trying to enjoy it like it's a cat fight, which is once again just us being a weird, weird sex like sex freak is is sort of what Leek's doing in this episode for yeah. like parts of it. But like, good on them for subverting expectations. I don't know if they did. <laughs> I don't. I can't give them credit for it because it was su- still definitely supposed to be like, hey, look, sexy cat fight. We have the two women fight. Who are the love interests of Connor, um, and then have Connor fight it out, like fight, um, like break up the fight. Like this felt like a like very like poorly masked look. We have two women fighting over Connor after Leek talks about being an incel and that Connor should join him. Like it's <laughs> there's no weird message being sent in a scene. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if you could tell. I, I enjoyed most of this episode. This scene like irked me. <laughs> this is this is a very weird scene in a very okay episode. It's this the scene just really irked me. Um, but anyways, really? those I, are my thoughts listen, on it. That's not the weirdest scene of this episode. Death the end is the weirdest scene. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But like it, I, this I episode have the is same very much visceral reaction to the end that I did to like multiple parts of that scene. Did you? This I had episode a visceral is very reaction to the end by by bad I, scenes. I had a visceral reaction. Uh, anyhow, uh, I guess Leek's team. Let's move into the terrorism part of yeah. this episode. Yeah. Leek's team goes to the beach to commit a terrorism by unleashing the scorpion at the beach. How the scorpion is alive, we don't know. Um, There's so many questions about that, but it's fine. Yeah. There's just Scorpion at Beach. And, oh, look, there's all these people banging on the, the sand, creating vibrations, because we got to bring your mind back to that. It's actually a, a good scene with tension. 
Uh, kids are like burying their dad in the sand. A dude's playing his booming uh, music in a speedo way too loud. And then a weird subversion of, of expectations here as well, where it's the old man and the, the, the kids, yeah. the, the youth having to come and tell him to turn it down. The youth are like, hey, man, you're you're pumping EDMs too loud. I'll beat you up if you don't turn it down. <laughs> I don't know why they did the scene like this. It's so weird. Like, at least half of us was playing, like, show tunes, like, swing songs. It also wasn't that loud, and you're on a public beach. Why do you care? Like, what are you trying to do? Take a nap? It's like... it's You guys are playing a game. It's... Move somewhere else. Yeah, it's, it's a public beach. Uh, there's, there's a couple just weird scenes in this episode. But yeah, it doesn't matter because, hey, the scorpion comes and starts taking people, including the dad who's buried up to his neck in sand. His head just goes poof and he's gone. <laughs> Those kids are going to be fucked in the head. Oh, Those yeah. kids are going to need so much goddamn therapy because he's going to be like, hey, you remember that time we killed our dad? <laughs> yeah. Remember where our well, actions think- unequivocally <laughs> killed our dad? So it's important to note um, it's worse than that because they leave their dad for dead. Like, they run away because the dad doesn't die first. No. It's first the, the oh, old yeah. man with the boombox. <laughs> um, and then the beach empties out. And then it's just dad stuck in sand that their kids buried him, like, buried his like buried him into his grave. Uh, and, yep, Scorpion just comes and slurps him up. Uh, and then Lester has no choice. He's got to call in the big guns. A mopey Steven on a bed. <laughs> A Steven who's very depressed because, you know, Helen hasn't called and Cutter's mad at him. A a Steven who still doesn't know that Lester's the good guy? Yep, still believes Lester's the bad guy because that's what Helen's been feeding him. Yeah, so he goes down to the beach and does some badass stuff, but none of Lester's men can be there. (laughs) If they are, he'll, he'll leave. And then he, like, hooks a harpoon trap up. And then before this, he tries to do the badass thing where it's like, it's done. And then the scorpion dies. But also like, Steven, you really want to take that risk? Like, maybe now's not the well, moment for badass things. Maybe just to be, kill the to scorpion. To be fair, Scorp- scorpion, scorpion not dead. All he did was tether the scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> and then go, Which come get hilarious. it whenever you want. <laughs> Dinner served. And Lester's like, what the fuck is he talking about? Steven, what the fuck? <laughs> Everyone know what this man's talking about? Oh, man. Anyways, back at the quote-unquote facility, um, let's have the reveal of Helen's... Helen wants to do science experiments and change the past, or change like change the present. Yes. Um, to change the future. Well, because she does this weird long speech about fucking... Uh, God, what's her name? <laughs> Don't remember... Jenny or Claudia? Yeah, Claudia. and she's just like, oh, see, look, you, you could go in the past, change the change the present and future. Think about everything that we could do. Maybe that's what the anomalies are for. They're to let us change the future, to choose the future. And Kata's just like, you're fucking crazy. You're actually insane. And, and Leek's like, oh, the anomalies, they're too powerful, and they give money and power, and I plan to be powerful. Uh well, he's like, money's going to be useless once people are able to just travel through time through anomalies. Uh, information will become the new current. <laughs> so I got to experiment on all of these things and start my own army because power is still power. Um, Which also, like, are these more powerful than a lot of guns? I don't 
think so. Again, we we talked about this, and Cutter even is, later says, like when he sees the army of future predators, like you're looking at the downfall of humanity. Are are you? I really <laughs> like, think, I really think the army could take the. This isn't like a quiet place where those things were seemingly bulletproof. Like, like there's also like these things aren't these things don't appear to be bulletproof, and I think more importantly. They don't reproduce at, like, insane speeds. Like, it's not like, oh, shit, there's two of them. Now there's going to be, like, two yeah. million in a day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... <laughs> you can just, like... An American suburb could have, take like, these things out pretty quickly. It's like, they also can't fly? So, like, airplanes? <laughs> yeah, just get a helicopter with a machine gun. Like, they're fast. They're very fast. Um, But, like... We we have the technology to be able to fuck with the technology in these things. Like, assuming that this that there was an incursion on the size of like you needed actually the US military to do something about it, the US military would commit some atrocities and it would be done. Like Yeah. But like these things aren't super intelligent either. I'm sure you could set no. traps. And like and it doesn't well, it's also how very clear they, they hunt are. they hunt off of sound. They hunt off of sound. You can fuck with sound really easily. They also an iPod killed. disabled them. They also get yes. killed by just like a bunch of prehistoric creatures. So like, no, D- David, David, that's because that's because rock beats. Uh, I know, scissors. I know, but also like, clearly they're not invincible. Like, clearly, if a fucking saber toothed tiger's teeth tears through them, so should a gun. Like, yeah, it's. I really think John Krasinski watched this episode and went, "I can do that, but better," and then made Quiet Place. <laughs> the that, only that explanation i have uh anyways yeah we learned that i guess there's a, like an uneasy alliance here between helen and leek um where leek very clearly just want like this is just a power grab for him and helen's like nope i'm like i'm starting my own religion essentially uh like the the, the religion of science is basically what helen's going for here um which which hey just remove all ethics and everything's great um, both of these people are in the wrong. Um, but let's make Leek the real bad guy this episode. I guess they're all crazy uh, in have... subtly different ways. Yeah. Um, we learned that like, they've like developed the neural clamp for the future predators. I have so many questions about this, and I expect to get zero answers. <laughs> um, that is the correct expectation. Like, the, the, I have so many questions for so in so many different ways. Anyways, instead, let's get the reveal of like, look, here's all of the, here's all of the like anomalies and like what we've like collected. Um, we've got them here for science. Like, let's, I guess, let's collect data off of them and could learn how to control them. Um, that's that's why leaks got them. It's a little weird. Sure, sure, um, whatever. I guess I think. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if Helen has them because she's like, yeah, let's just like release some dinosaurs into the population nowadays and see what it does to the future. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure that's what Helen's suggesting here is just release, like, just just fuck up the fuck up the like present, um, see what it does to the future, go back and tell yourself not to fuck up the present. And it's like, I don't think that that's how time travel works in this world, Helen. Like. Time travel works anyway. however you want it to work in this world, apparently. We saw such good, like, concepts of time travel, though. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Um, 
so who knows maybe maybe we'll figure that out uh anyways uh let's have let's let's have leak uh like just kill or attempt to kill um the rest of like the the group that isn't Nick Cutter cuz Nick is um Nick, Nick gets a pass from Helen um that's that's what happens here um <laughs> I really like, listen, God, I really dislike Helen. (laughs) (laughs) I mostly dislike her because she refuses to change fucking clothing. (laughs) (laughs) Why is she in the same outfit still? Gosh, she must freak. She must be like, it must smell terribly. Oh, God, it's it's got to be the worst. (laughs) Steven's got a real big scent fetish, and that's why he's with her. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) There's that visceral reaction that I felt earlier. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, uh, this is where we learn that um, no leaks actually sort of insane and isn't listening to Helen. Um, he's he's just gonna kill whoever he wants to kill. So Sabretooth, go kill uh, like Abby, Jenny, uh, Connor, um, and also Caroline because she's here now. Um, they're 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 cool. Um, that fight was all that was needed for Abby and, and Caroline to be cool, I guess, or at least semi-cool. We get, like, a weird scene where I was expecting, like, the Chris Pratt, like, lay out the hand for a dinosaur, um, with Abby, except that doesn't happen with the Sabretooth. Uh, and instead, uh, the Sabretooth just, like, leaps at Abby, she dodges out of the way, and it tears through some electrical work that, like, stops everything yeah just releases them uh, uh, yeah and leak is like goes through a oh, virus as well <laughs> yeah i i made a backup to my laptop it was easy <laughs> which is all the information cutter knows to be like ah that virus connor made it must also be on the laptop and so forces the computers to reboot yeah and then it shuts everything down uh they the other group finds rex at one point he's just chilling in the vents and then rex gets shot yeah, Rex gets shot. I forgot about that. Rex it's straight crazy. up gets shot, and they're like, "He'll be fine. Everything's okay." And I'm like, "He was shot. What do you mean?" <laughs> Rex is Listen, the second just most injured person in this episode. <laughs> hmm, I wonder who the most injured person is. <laughs> Gotta be Cutter. Cutter was bleeding so much, right? Oh yeah, of course. Wait, does Leak die in this episode? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Leak gets eaten. Yes. <laughs> Rex is the third most injured person in this episode. <laughs> I may have been playing Risk of Rain while watching this this morning, so I might have missed a thing or two. Nice. They got torn to fucking shreds and fucking Lester just, watched. Just demolished. Lester watched it. It oh, was great. right. Uh, it was a callback to have you ever seen a man torn apart on live TV, even though it's not live TV, it's a FaceTime. <laughs> you know, on, live any, TV. On your proprietary tablet. Anyways, everything starts going to shit. Um, Cutter Cutter escapes, uh, tries to stop Helen. Helen escapes because Cutter has to start just straight up murdering dudes. Because uh, I think this is the first time that like Cutter's like doing the murders himself. Um, he basically leaves it to Steven most of the time. But I guess this is foreshadowing of like Cutter's going to have to become the murderer as well. Um and yeah, we get uh, Helen. Helen trying to escape, getting out of the facility, um, gaslighting the fuck out of Stephen, um, and getting him to come 
uh, to rescue her. Uh, the team <laughs> team escaping, like team escaping. Yeah. Um, Helen does also sell it that Lester is the one is the bad guy again, and Stephen buys it for some fucking reason. Yeah, and everyone's dead. Yeah, everyone's yeah. dead. Lester did it. Throw your phone in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking does. Yup. If someone okay, Stevens. if someone told you that the government was tracking you and your cell phone, would you throw your phone in the ocean? No, because I already expect that the government exactly. tracking exactly my phone. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't throw it in the ocean. I would just like leave it somewhere or hitch it on a bus so that they would track that instead. So, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I've just come to the point of accepting that while I want privacy, um, the world says no. Um, oh, I don't. So I try and get that privacy wherever I can, but, like, it's it's just not going to happen in certain ways. I have three Google speakers in my small apartment. <laughs> I don't care. I, <laughs> I, have, I do not. I legitimately, like, we... We we own some of those. They are not plugged in. I do not want those like in or around me at all. <laughs> that, that that makes me uncomfortable. One in the bedroom, one on the kitchen island, and then one also on my TV bench. Yes, they're all only like a few meters apart from <laughs> each other. Twenty feet at most away from each other. <laughs> Actually insane. Yeah. Any anyways, um, uh, we have Cutter and Leak beat up in. The place where the Sabretooth was going to eat all of the, uh, like, all of the, the, the other crew. Um, and Leek be like, okay, you might have, you might have fucked up everything, but it's fine. Um, I, I can still salvage this. Uh, I've still got all the Predators. All the data's gonna come back to me soon. Uh, I don't know where, like, we'll, we're rebooting the system. We'll get it back. Um, and I'll, I'll rebuild. Um, despite the fact that now that you guys know that I'm the, uh, I'm I'm the villain. It's going to be harder to like keep myself off the radar. Um, and hey, don't forget, I've still got all those other terror mobiles that I can release. Um, so there's so many reasons why you have to fear me. And then over the course of like three minutes, all of those reasons go away. Um, as Cutter being chased by a future predator, uh, the future predator just stands near him. He tears out the neural clamp, and it just kills it. Um, confusing part one. Uh, leak monologue, uh, followed by his army of other future predators. Yeah, Cutter's like, "Oh, this is the downfall of humanity," which we talked about. Probably not. Probably not. Um, at which point, Cutter goes, "You know what? Maybe all these neural clamps are linked. Uh, I'm going to throw this one at some high power, like some just like high voltage, and see what happens." Um, and apparently, it like causes like a feedback loop in all the rest of them, and they all become free. Which is so confusing. I have so many questions. <laughs> um, and the first thing that they do is um, eat eat leak in front of Lester, which is great. Um, Cutter escapes, um, runs into Stephen and Helen as they are trying to leave the facility because Stephen is like, "Hey, if if Lester killed everyone, we gotta we gotta confront Lester and get him." And Helen has to continually be like, God damn it, why did I have to feed you the line if you killed everyone? This is coming back to bite me. <laughs> why did why I do you lie? Have to, why do you have to have honor? <laughs> why did I lie so easily about something so easily discovered? Why would I do something? And why did I pick some why did I pick something that it's like very clear that you still have like 
like you, you, your your entire like honor system is like, hey, these people have helped me. Um, I got I got like like th- there has to be revenge. Uh, well, but yeah, they, and yeah, they're like, oh, we gotta shut this door, or else all the future predators will go out. And Helen goes, well, you fucked with the controls, so it can only be shut from the inside. And I hate that Steven and Cutter aren't immediately like, okay, Helen, you go in. You did this. You fix it. <laughs> but no, it, it Steven decides to be noble, I guess. Well, I feel like I feel like Steven, Steven decides to become to become noble here um, because this entire time he's been like, hell yeah, um, I've I've stolen Nick's wife away from him. Um, like she's she's mine now. Like we're we're together. Um, this is this is great. Uh, despite the fact that he doesn't play it that way, but like that's the only thing that I've got for his motivations here of seeing that all of a sudden, like no Helen actually just like has still has feelings for Cutter and is never going to be his. And he's like, cool. All right, I guess I'm gonna go do this thing now. I guess I'll just go kill myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's it's such an insane sequence of events. It feels like. It's kind of a lot, but fine. Yeah, um, and he does. He bitch slaps Cutter as well, which is great. <laughs> he does punch him pretty hard. I fully thought Cutter was just gonna get knocked out, like, and not get a choice yeah. here. Well, so it's really funny because I think it's supposed to be like a backhand slap too. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not like a punch. It's real weird. Um. But yeah, um, fucking Steven dies, we assume. Um, we assume that Cutter watches Steven get eaten by future predators and, like, the past um, before they um, obliterate each other, question mark? Uh, I um, mean, that's what the hope was. It'd be really awkward like if, the- like, one or two survived and just is hanging out in there. <laughs> Nah, the, the the fucking future predator is gonna like have a baby with the Silurian scorpion and it's gonna be the most cursed object in existence. Um Are we gonna get uh like alien levels of evolution here? Where it starts breeding with other past ones become the perfect future predator. Boom. And then it can fly. That sounds like something they would do. Oh, it's gonna be great. Anyways, <laughs> Yeah, let's go to Steven's funeral. Um and like I guess they're like they're like setting some stuff up for for next year of like lo- or of like next like next season of um Cutter tears like up Connor, the photo of him and Claudia cuz he's past that now. He's he's past that but also because um Claudia's interested like Jenny's interested in him now so he's like cool, I got a I got a second chance. I guess I should like take this from scratch instead of like from the very close to scratch that it was previously anyways question mark mm-hmm. um uh we have connor like connor sort of like fully moving past caroline here despite that having already happened and it becoming more and more clear that like that him and abby are like setting like are, are going down a path here um they almost hold hands and i want to scream they almost hold hands and i'm like god yep. damn it show <laughs> uh 
Um, and then we get the reveal that, um, don't worry, Helen's gonna bring Steven back because, uh, <laughs> a dude who dies in all the episode, there's just a billion of them. Are, are they clones? Are they timeline duplicates? And every single timeline duplicate is okay with this? I was losing my mind when they revealed them one by one, but they had to, like, make them all look slightly different. One of them just had a bandana on, and I was cackling. Oh my god. Like, I, I wanted, I wanted the eye. Like, I wanted one with an eye patch. Like, why couldn't we get one with an eye patch? So fucking stupid of all of them just posing. Because clearly what happened was they filmed him just on a green screen. And they're like, just come out and like pose. Just listen, we, we need you. Like, we need 17 poses from you, please. And they're just co- poor costuming was like, fuck it. Put a bandana on this one. I don't fucking know. Ugh. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, man. That's the end of our episode, by the way, audience. And, and our season. And That's our it. show. Oh, man. Goodbye, <laughs> audience. <laughs> it's like we only did two seasons of this one. No, David's just saying that we end here. No, no outro. <laughs> no outro? Okay. Nope, fuck you. Nope. Um, <laughs> ratings. What did everyone think about this amazing season finale? Three, three and a half. There were some fun points in it. Man, there were also some points that I just was not happy with. Um, uh, I'm going to give it a three for similar reasons, but I weigh those mistakes heavier. Understandable. I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> what? Let's go, David. Maybe it's the fact that I watched this in bed on my phone um, with one eye closed <laughs> while being assaulted by a cat that made me like this episode more. Oh, you absolute madman. How could you? I just, the guy appearing at the end really saved the episode for me. Like, if that scene wasn't there with all the I... clones of that same dude, this would be like a two. But <laughs> I, I I just find it really funny that like so like they've done they've tried to do like big like um like big cliffhanger reveals to like end each of the seasons. This one is so much worse than the last it's so one. So fucking stupid. <laughs> Helen's such a bad villain. Like she's just incompetent. I don't understand what she was trying to achieve this entire time. She's accomplished none of her goals except she has a bunch of the same dude who keeps fucking dying. So good for you, I guess. <laughs> like he's proven to be the worst person. He's died so many times. Oh. I mean, but you got a disposable guy who apparently doesn't care about dying or seeing himself die. This also begs the question of, in the Silurian Scorpion episode, why wasn't it just a team of him? Because then we would know early. And you could have the, guys they're... in masks and stuff and, like, play up the intrigue. I suppose that means this has to be a better written show. No, no, no. Instead, we have this. Um, but Helen has decided that only this guy will be everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just this man. <laughs> No, no clones of Very herself confusing. because she can't be trusted. Of course. Uh, oh, this God. episode got 7.2 on IMDb and was watched by 6.2 million people. Uh, speak like Speaking of clones of each other, do we see some fucking Folivia nonsense going on here <laughs> in the next season? They introduced the idea of doppel- like doubles. Do we get to see some alternate timeline members of the team 
no, because that camera work is too expensive and complicated, so they're dropping this idea almost immediately, is my guess. Uh, no, but but they will use it to bring Steven back. No, I think Steven stays dead. You think Steven stays, Steven dead? stays All right, dead? We gotta, we'll, we'll bring this up <laughs> we, we in gotta, a recap episode yeah, that yeah, may yeah. or may not be being recorded tomorrow in real time. Let's go. Um, <laughs> we're... Yeah, so audience, stay tuned for that because we're going to go over all the rating stats, um, our called shots, because we did do called shots for season two, thoughts and feelings, uh, and prayers for season three, um, and what we felt about the show's direction so far. Why did they bring back the fedora? That'll be a, a 30 minute discussion, I'm sure. Um, anyone got anything else? Don't think so. I'm gonna take that as a no. I'm assuming David is trying to wrangle a cat. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening. This is the end of season two. Uh, like I said, come back next week for a recap of season two, uh, our projections for season three, and then the week after that we jump right into season three. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you like this episode, please give us a five star rating on the podcatching service of your choice. If you really liked it, please recommend it to all your friends and family. It makes a great Christmas gift. No one will be mad. Um, yeah, uh, David and I maybe will probably be streaming next week, almost a guarantee because he will be at my house. We will be in the same space. We're going to start Borderlands 2. Couch co-op Borderlands 2. Holy shit. David's going to be on the love seat next to my desk playing on his Steam Deck, and I will be at my desk playing. I might bring a microphone as well. I'm like, we'll figure out a recording situation. We'll we'll figure out something. (laughs) Um, I have an L desk, and it's a shame, but I don't think there's enough space for you to use my work setup. If you bring a dock, you could play off my work monitors and Mm. use my keyboard and mouse there. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so stay tuned for that. Um, if you have any questions or comments or critiques, hit us up on Twitter, at uh, Forsaf. Um, if you have long, rambly details, and like if you have a manifesto you want to send us, email it to us, at Forsaf. Uh, I will forward it to the authorities if I deem it necessary. If it's funny enough, I will just read it out on air. Um, the same offer still applies for your Fringe, your Merlin, and now your primeval fan fiction. I will read your fan fiction. Just send it to us at forsaf at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's everything. Outro. Our intro and outro music is Dream One by Magenta Six. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.